Welcome to Beyond the Shire. My name is Jack Wolf. Today I'm going to mention a couple of people that we probably never heard of, Jeffrey Chaucer and John Haywood. Here's what Jeffrey Chaucer said, each man for himself. Or there was a phrase used that was similar to that, uh, that was attributed to him, if you don't look out for yourself, no one else will. Now, that little phrase, according to Jeffrey, was not meant to be selfish, but actually when we think about it, it really does have this kind of selfish ring and tone to it, does it? If you don't look out for yourself, no one else will. In other words, hey, I, I need to be in this place, or I should be doing this, or I deserve this, those kind of things. And then John Haywood said, every man for himself and God for us all. Hey, at least he mentioned God. Uh, but then the Bible says, watch over your heart with all diligence, for from it flowed the springs of life. All of us live from our hearts. It really is the part of our life that drives us and organizes our lives. Because within each, every human being, there's a spirit, there's a soul. You can call it your internal compass if you want to. But that compass began to be formed from the moment that you were born. You and I have a spirit that's been formed and is being formed. In fact, it's the fundamental aspect of all human beings. We are different than the animal kingdom. They have a soul. They feel things, but they're instinctual animals. Yes, they can be trained. Yes, they can be conditioned, but you and I make decisions on how our soul, how our spirit, how our character is formed. And that happens by the experiences in our life, the choices that we have lived through, and the choices that we make. It forms and shapes us. The fact of the matter is the world that we live in now and the future is and will be simply a result of what we have become and what goes on in our hearts, in the depths of our inner being, in our hearts, if you will. So what will take place in the future? It very much depends on how we allow our character and our heart and our soul to be shaped. Because it's from our hearts that we see the world. That's how we interpret what reality really is. That's how we make choices. That's how we take action. And that's how we try to change our world. And whether we want to admit it or not, we live not from the surface, but from the depths of our hearts and souls. And we all know this to be true. And even though sometimes we can make our mouth say one thing, really in our hearts, we, we are deceiving ourselves because in our hearts we really feel something else because we learn to be trained by these things. So am I saying that all the individual collective disasters that we see in the human race are not imposed on us? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Most of them are not. They don't happen to us from the outside. Things just don't happen. If we look at famine or wars or epidemics, most of these things happen because of the outcome of human choices. They are the expressions of the human spirit. So individual disasters are mostly caused by human choice. Of course, I can go to the other side of it as well. The individual beautiful things that are beneficial or beneficiary to other people or communities also happen because of the individual choice. But here's the thing. Our own choices affect others. Now, you might be thinking, well, well what about the acts of God? Uh, is it true that sometimes lightning will strike and start a forest fire? Of course it is. But did you know that 85% of forest fires are started by humans? It's choices that are made. A match is struck and lit, thrown alongside the road without any thought. Uh, 
In fact, I, when the fires were going on in California, I did a little research. I was looking at some of the, of the things that were taking place and the devastation and the travesty because of someone being careless or someone being foolish or someone being silly and a fire gets started because of a choice that a human being had made. And I'm sure some are accidental, but I'm sure that most of them are just because of negligence or, or, or maybe they just didn't really think it through. So our choices that we're making are shaping the world that we live in, where we've come from, and actually where we're headed. Now, I'm not a big news guy. I don't watch a ton of it. I read a little bit. But what's going on in our world today, frankly, is a result of human choices. And those human choices are being made because of the way that we've allowed our hearts to be formed and shaped. Now, if we want to go back in time a wee little bit, if we go back to the Garden of Eden, when God made Adam and Eve, God told Adam and Eve to, to trust him, who he was and who he made them to be. And he actually breathed life into them. and They became a living being. Now, in the garden, there were two trees. There was the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, I don't, I don't have time for this right now, but when we study the Bible, when we look at what's taking place I want you to think about this, that when Adam and Eve were made and created by God himself and his very life was put into them, uh, there was no rule book. Uh, there was nothing written down. There was no tablets anywhere to read. Man was purely governed by following the spirit of God within him. And he, through that, making choices that would have an outcome. And I want to believe with all of my heart, of course, that those outcomes would be absolutely beneficial. And yes, he created him in this world to rule and to reign, but in his way, which are great ways. But when you read the book of Genesis, you also read of the account of the serpent who comes. And he tempts Adam and Eve and makes them question, what did God really say? And we know this story that Adam and Eve, actually Eve, ate of the fruit. And man became a fallen human being. And he now knew the right and wrong. He now had a choice to choose. And this is, there were two spirits in the garden. The spirit of God, if you will, that if we follow that, and the spirit of the enemy, the good and the evil, if you will. I mean, this is the deception of trying to trick man to make choices. And since that time, since that time, every single outcome, not every single outcome, but most of the outcomes that we see all through the Bible and through the world are simply a choice that men and women have made by how their character, how their spirit, how their soul, how their heart has been shaped. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. Wars and rumors of wars and all those things have been going on since the beginning of time. If we read through the Bible, we'll see the selfishness of man. We'll see, you know, gluttony. We'll see all these things that are, that are the evidence of how a heart has been shaped. And God tells us to watch over our heart for out of it spring the issues of life. They just flow by the choices that we make. And over the next few weeks, I want to dig into this a little bit because I want to encourage us that God loves us and that we have choices. And if we'll allow our character and our spirit to be shaped by Him, the Spirit of God within us, and live in that way, the outcomes will reflect that. 
what we see happening in our world are outcomes that God is not excited about, nor is really anybody else or most of us. We, we can't believe the travesty that's taking place. And frankly, God probably couldn't either. Because shortly after Adam and Eve fell, we, we read a tragic story of where a brother against brother, Cain kills Abel. And actually, you know, later on, uh, I mean, when we read this story, I think it's fascinating that when God comes to Cain and he says to Cain, why are you so angry? Why is your face so downcast? If you do what's right, will you not be accepted? But if you do what's, but if you don't do what's right, sin's crouching at the door. And this is an interesting little phrase right here. It says it desires to have you, but you must rule over it. You must. And so must we. It's 2020. And God loves the world that he's made for us. And his power and his love and his grace and his mercy are real. And he can lead us and guide us into making choices that will not just benefit us, but also benefit those around us. You know, I went to Kroger last week and wanted to pick up some groceries. And as I, as I pulled up, there was a man uh, playing a violin out in the parking lot. He had this uh, get up, he had his electric violin and this music playing. And as I pulled in, the music was beautiful. I think he was playing just one of these great little songs that just inspire all of us. And the quality was fascinating. And then you know, I, I just, I, I looked at him and I thought, he's just trying to earn some money. And I felt, you know, I, I had a, I moved, I felt moved by God. I said that I should do something for this man. I, I just felt this, like, he's not annoying me. I felt, you know, like, man, why don't I help this guy out? I felt like the Lord wanted me to take money out of the bank. And so I did. I went in and I took some money out of the bank. And when I was walking through the store, I was thinking, man, they, Kroger should hire this guy. I mean, I love the music he was playing. But I was, I was moved, and I had a choice. I could be annoyed, or I could build this guy up. And not just me, but so many others were putting uh, money in this guy's box. And I didn't really look at him as a panhandler. I looked at him as a guy who was like, man, I'm using my gift, and I'm going to do great things with it. You know what? I hope you'll reflect this week. And I want you to think, in the next, in the next few uh, sessions, we're going to talk about how does our human fear, spirit even form, and how does that happen in me? Watch our hearts. Watch them. Look over them. The choices that we make, the things that we think, and we have the ability to let that those choices really impact the world um, that we live in. Let's not think like Jeffrey Chaucer wrote or John Haywood. If you don't look out for yourself, no one else will. Or every man for himself. It's not every man for himself. God's for us. He's with us, and it's every man for every man helping the community that we live in. And so I hope you have a great week, and I hope you think about the choices uh, that are sh- have shaped you and are shaping you and what the outcome of those choices can be. And I know that we can all make a great choice to make a great impact in the world that we live in. Until next time, see you next week.